your favorite podcast the only podcast that has to do with professional wrestling this is wrestlevania the official wrestling podcast of fans not experts.com um and as you may know we are a podcast of two hosts um but we are not always co-hosts we are just separate hosts hosting separate halves of a television show almost as almost as if we are uh, have two different brands one being um brand <laughs> one being myself um but we try to get together for the super shows like ron smackdown uh that kind of didn't happen obviously as you can see you're probably listening to this it's already saturday morning or saturday or something it's late Friday night for me here, and um, yeah, I had a long week of work. Um, Brandon had a long week of being on summer. Uh, our schedules couldn't mesh. I was, you know, busy. He was, oh, shit, fire alarm. Gotta go. I'm gonna keep this in. Well, 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 I'm back. Uh, false alarm, literally. Uh, nothing burned down. Uh, having some issues with the smoke detectors that are, you know, only seem to happen in the middle of the night, which is really awesome and exciting. So, uh, what was I saying? I watched them go off again, um, and the the they they're very loud, and there's like a female voice going fire, fire, fire. So it's pretty exciting. Um, so yeah, we thought we'd get together for the big shows, you know, WrestleMania, SummerSlam. Um, Royal Rumble and I mean Jesus the Survivor Series even like you think of that as the big four but really um, but here we are it's SummerSlam weekend it's Friday night and um, yeah we just couldn't pull it off could not pull it off so thank you guys for downloading for listening for subscribing for uh, Maybe iTunes reviews, you know, I don't know. Maybe Gary, if you're out there, if you haven't done one yet. Um, we're going to each talk about the weekend of WWE that is coming upon us tomorrow. That didn't sound right. That is um, coming up soon tomorrow. Um, I'm going to go first, and then um, you could probably just shut it off at that point. I don't really care. You already downloaded it. You already subscribed. That's all that matters to me. In fact, you could stop listening now. It's cool. Cool, but um, completely. If you want to keep listening, you know, I'm sure there'll be a, a mumbled voice, a, a mumble, <laughs> a, mu- a marble mouth, you know, because I'm so well spoken. He'll be next. Uh, but beyond, besides that, let's. I mean, it is Summer Slam weekend. Okay, you know what that means? That means we are getting a exciting takeover on Saturday night. It's 
NXT TakeOver Brooklyn 3. Let's talk about that first, shall we? Now, there are only five um, matches on the card, but I am caught up with NXT, so I am pretty, pretty excited. Um, there's going to be a pre-show, and uh, I'm just reading. I'm on NXT. You know, it's the usual people. Oh, we're going to see Sam Roberts. Sam Roberts. That's my Boston accent. Um He's going to be doing the pre-show for NXT, and let's just talk about each match, shall we? Let's go through each one, one by one. Let's start with uh, this kind of um, rivalry that has come up over the last couple of weeks. It's Aleister Black versus Hideo Itami. Um, I'm all in on Aleister Black. I was after watching one match. Uh, the guy, has, um, he's real fluid. He's really smooth. Um, he looks scary. Uh, he's got a cool entrance, and he's probably going to get a great entrance tomorrow. And Hideo Tommy, um has become the frustrated uh, heel turn. He basically frustrated with how things are going, and it becomes a heel turn. He's been pissed off. He got pissed off. He got in the way of Aleister Black, and Aleister Black kicked him right in the face. It was, it was pretty cool. Um, so they've been kind of brooding or um, whatever it is, you know, feuding. It's very, I'm very tired. So they've been feuding over the last couple of weeks, and finally we're going to see a match for them on Saturday night. My friends, you're not going to get insight like that anywhere else. These two guys that are listed to have a match are actually going to have a match. You get it only here, only at WrestleMania. Alistair Black is going to win this. Um, how could he not? You know, Hideo Itami is going to have to continue to be pissed off and going to have to continue to... Uh, um, you know, go after people and be frustrated before he gets a win. That's my thinking. Maybe he'll go back with uh, Cassius Ono, do something there. Oh, excuse me. But, um, yeah, Alistair Black, he's your winner. Now, let's switch to the only other match that's listed on the card that does not deal with a championship. And I'm talking about Johnny Gargano versus Andrade Almas. Is he still Andrade Cien Almas? I don't know. And uh, Andrade Almas has Zelina Vega in his corner, who is, yeah, that's um, Thea Trinidad, who is also, she's listed as a model actress and Zumba instructor. Exciting. She's engaged to, uh, what's his name there? Austin Aries, who is no longer with the company. So that's interesting. Um, I got to keep my voice on the microphone because when I turn away, I don't sound very good, but I'm back, and I sound smooth and professional. Um, hmm. You know, Johnny Gargano, this, I feel like this is another one that just kind of popped up, where the, really the, I felt like the feud is Andrade Almas and No Way Jose. But uh, NXT wants to find a way to get Johnny Gargano on this card because the crowd is going to pop big time for Johnny Gargano, and this match is going to be probably the match of the night. I think it's going to uh, it's going to uh, steal the show, my friends. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, I f- it's a toughie. Like maybe uh, maybe uh, Champa comes back and and costs Gargano the match. I don't think I don't know if Champa's ready yet. Um, Gargano is obviously the fan favorite. Hmm. <laughs> 
You know, folks, I'm going to give this one to Almas. I'm going to say bad guy wins this one. Good guy wins Alistair Black. Bad, well, I guess he's the good guy, right? Yeah. yeah. Bad guy wins Almas. All right, man. We are cooking with fire. I am yawning, which is always a good sign for a, an exciting podcast. And uh, shall we go into the next three matches? There are only three matches left, and they're all championship matches. That doesn't mean there's not going to be another match att- attached to the car, but these shows are usually only ten- two hours long, and they usually film a few matches that then they break out into future episodes of NXT. So we might just be seeing these five matches over two hours, which to me is cool because you get long, drawn-out, fun, exciting matches. Oh, my God, I can't stop yawning. Wait a minute. I got myself a little juice box. I'm going to tear off the straw. Open the straw. Pop this little straw in to the juice box. Come on. Get in there. Yes. Oh, it's in. It's in. That's what she said. Uh, excuse me, I'm thirsty. Ooh. Um, yeah. Pretty, pretty exciting stuff. Thank you guys for downloading and listening only at fansonexperts.com and WrestleVania. Tag team title match. Now, this one's interesting to me. Let me tell you why. It seems to me that we're going to watch two teams that are both heels. They trying to make the Authors of Pain faces? I don't think so. Are they trying to make sanity faces? I think people like sanity, actually. Um, but they don't root for them. You know, I think people like enjoy seeing them and like boo- enjoy booing them, which is a sign of a good uh, heel, heel stable. You know, they got a nice little group going. God damn, the socks are getting beat up. It sucks. Um, but they're not really going to be... They might be rooting for Sanity over over Authors of Pain for this one. Um, I'll root for Sanity just because of Nikki Cross, who is, to me, going to be the next big female star, or she should be. Um, But does that mean Sanity takes the belts from the Authors of Pain? Hmm. See... I mean, you've got three belts going. They can't all change hands, can they? But one of them at least has to, right? Hmm. I'm going to say that. Sanity is going to be your new tag team champions. You heard it here first because I just said it. So Authors of Pain... This is there's nothing special about this match. It's just a tag team match. There's no gimmick matches. It's two single match, two single matches, um, you know, for you know feuds. Two single matches for championships and a tag team match. Pretty simple. This match is pretty simple. And that's why Sanity is going to be your new NXT tag team champions. My voice is so smooth. Brandon is listening to it right now, and he's like, he just blushed. Watch this. Brandon, totally, totally just brought chills up his spine. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we have two matches left. We have 
the longest reigning women's champion in NXT history, Asuka versus Ember Moon. I am a fan of Ember Moon. Only thing about her that I noticed or the thought crossed my mind the other day was that she... Like, she tries to be like, I'm gonna, I'm crazy, like, grrr, and growl and look like scary crazy. And I don't know if that's her. Like, it almost seems like she's trying too hard to be like, I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna beat you, Ashka. Where maybe if she just kind of was a little more chilled, it would feel more natural. Like, I love the whole gimmick, you know. I, I, she's a werewolf, right? I'm assuming. Um, and the red eyes. And the gray hair, that whatever she does with her hair, I like that too. Um, the blonde, gray, whatever it is. But uh, that, I don't know, it was at least at the, I think it was the last episode or the, the episode before where she, oh, golly goodness, I yawn way too much to be ever considered a professional broadcaster. But I tell you right now, if um, I do win Powerball, which is the plan, um, you're going to see production levels go up a bit because I'm quitting my job and going to do this full time. That's if only if I win Powerball. I mean, when I win Powerball. Um, yeah, can we move on? I feel like I've already been talking for, for you know, almost 15 minutes. So I'm going to move on. I'm going to talk about the main event of the night because we still have a lot more to talk about. Main event of the night, Bobby Roode versus Drew McIntyre. Oh, Asuka, Ember Moon doesn't win yet. Asuka is going to keep the NXT Championship. She's going to move on. She's still going to keep it. This is the time where everyone thinks, okay, she's broken record, blah, blah, blah. She's going to lose it. Nope, she's going to keep it. And you know what? She's the only one who's keeping her championship. I I just realized Drew McIntyre has to win. Drew McIntyre is going to win. They're going to bring a face champion back to NXT. Maybe Bobby Roode moves on. I don't know. Um, but Bobby Roode is going to lose the championship to Mr. Drew McIntyre tomorrow night. You heard it here first. So let's go over that one more time. Uh, Johnny Gargano is going to lose. Aleister Black is going to win. Sanity is going to win and become new champions. Asuka is going to win and retain her championship. And Drew McIntyre is going to win and become the new champion. That's NXT TakeOver Brooklyn. I will be watching it live. Now, at the exact same time that NXT Brooklyn starts, so does the New England Patriots game. But it's a preseason game, so let's be honest. Those games don't matter, and Brady's not going to play that much, if at all. So what I'm going to be doing is having NXT on my computer and Tom Brady and the Patriots on my television until the real scrubinis come in. And then um, I'm going to... uh, Switch over and just watch NXT and the game I can record and fast forward to later. Funny story, I was, t- I, I may have told this before. Um, Scrubbinis, you know, like the scrubs, uh, you know, like the nobodies. I, I'll say that for like, you know, a, a seventh guy in the bullpen who comes in when to mop up duty. Um, and I said that to my father-in-law once and he's like, oh, who's pitching? I go, I don't know, some scrubs, some scrubs, Scrubinis, scrubs. And, and my father's like, scrubs, who's pitching? Like, he thought, I, he thought Scrubs was a player. That's all. I just wanted to say that. Pretty cool. He's very old. Pretty awesome. Oh, that juice box. 
It's a little, a little orange tangerine, apple and eve. It is delightful. What it reminds me of is the kind of the old orange drink you'd get um, when you'd have like school spaghetti dinners and the big jug of McDonald's would come in and it wasn't, you'd get orange drink. But this is 100% juice and I have a feeling that was 0% juice. But as any true broadcasting professional will tell you, one of the great things you can do is, uh, it's called the transition, the segue, where you smoothly talk from one subject to another. So I'm going to go from juice to wrestling. I have no idea how that works, nor do I give a shit. Because there are 13 goddamn matches in SummerSlam that I'm going to have to deal with. And I'm going to talk about every single one of them, including three pre-show matches. Because the pre-show starts in like 10 minutes, I think. And then it goes till, I don't know, Tuesday. I mean, we're talking 13 goddamn matches. Um, the pre-show starts at what? Five? And the actual show starts at seven? And ends at what? Eleven? My God. What I don't like is uh, the way Wikipedia lists the matches. They put the pre-show matches and then they put the main event. Like, no, no. Do what you think will be the order. I guess they do it from the top down. I don't know, but this is the easiest way for me to go through each match. So, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, let's go through all 13 matches. Oh, guess what? When I'm done, you get to listen to Brandon do all this too. So, pretty awesome for you. You know, the first pre-show match is um, Cruiserweights. And... I got to tell you, when I watched Raw the other night and Tozawa beat Neville, I kind of popped. I was like, I, I, I popped for Titus, which was weird. Like, I'm like, oh, my God, is this Titus brand working? Is this, is this like a, an actual thing? Should I be rooting for this? Like, you, you thought or I thought he, he was going to be someone to boo. But they've made it where he's like, no, no, you, you're, you're supposed to cheer this. And you are. And I was, I was more happy for Tozawa. What I hope kind of happens is Tazawa and, and Titus O'Neil kind of, or Titus takes too much credit for it. Um, or maybe cost Tazawa in this match because, yes, that's right. Tazawa's reign was only less than a week. Neville's getting his championship back. Maybe it'll cause some friction and Tazawa will step out of the Cruiserweight uh, you know, division, just like every other friggin' wrestler, and take on Titus. I think that would be cool. Since they got rid of the purple ropes, I think it'll be a little easier to make those transition. Maybe we'll just forget. Um, are you kidding me? The Raw Tag Team Championship match? I mean, the SmackDown Tag Team Championship match is um, on the pre-show? Really? Really? Interesting. Interesting. Well, at least it's on the card. You know? Um, I don't even think it was on WrestleMania. It was, there was some card where it wasn't even on. It was like, like what? What? New Day versus the Usos. Now, the New Day just got their championship back. And the Usos have become awesome now, which is crazy. Um, but my God, could the Usos win back the title again this quickly? My friends, I say no. The New Day will retain. And um, it's been fun, it's been enjoyable. 
the Usos have actually made this this feud more enjoyable than the New Day, if I can say that. The New Day is always good, but it's like the the freshness is coming off of the Usos, um, not the New Day. New Day have been doing pretty much the same thing for a while now. It's still enjoyable, but you know the the spark, the newness um, is with the Usos. But that doesn't mean the Usos are going to win because they're not. Because the New Day will be retaining. And the third pre-show match, my goodness gracious, the Hardy Boys and Jason Jordan versus the Miz and Miztourage. Hardys came back for WrestleMania with the most biggest, with the biggest surprise of WrestleMania, the biggest pop, and um, I enjoy them. I, I just, I just want, I hope and pray that something happens and, and it doesn't happen too late, as far as breaking them. You know, somehow making that broken gimmick work. Excuse me. Um, but there were Jason Jordan, and I'm not sure if Jason Jordan is going to be getting cheered, especially in Brooklyn. He might not be. Um, the idea of him being Kurt's son, I'm cool with that as a story. Uh, I think it could be fun. I just hope that it leads to something and leads to him kind of either lying to Kurt or... Um, People resenting him because he's getting special favorite favoritism. I don't know. Whatever it is, um, they're gonna win. They're gonna let Jason Jordan win this one. The Miz and Mizdraj are really just there to enhance Jason Jordan. That's pretty, and and the Hardy Boys are pretty. Basically, everyone's there to enhance Jason Jordan. Jason Jordan's gonna get the win. Um, gonna get the pin, and they're gonna win. Even though the Mizdraj, Botas, and Curtis Axel of like, I don't know. I don't know, for some reason, it just works for me. Everything The Miz does, everything The Miz touches, turns to gold. That's just the pre-show, my friend. We still have 10 more matches to go through. I'm not going to, you know, um, go through each one. I am going to go through each one, but if I talk for everyone, two, that's 10 minutes. You're going to be here all night. And uh, I hope you're listening to me on twice the speed. I'm sure my voice sounds awesome. Let's go through the matches. Let's just let's get this one out of the way. Big Show versus Big Cass with a big uh, shark tank, shark cage over the 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 uh, ring. I mean, <laughs> I don't know if I give a shit. I thought Big Cass did a pretty good promo the other night. Um, I just don't know if I care. If Enzo's hanging over in a shark cage. I don't know what the point of that is. You know, uh, Jericho made it entertainment. Or entertaining when he did it. I can't imagine. Um, yeah. I cannot imagine that uh, Enzo will make it as entertaining. But he could. Something cool could happen. Something crazy could happen. I don't. I just don't think it will. Um, Big Cass has to win this. He's been getting um, beat up. I think he actually got beat. He actually did the beating up the other day with the, with the club. Uh, who, I'm, as far as I can see, are not on the card. So that's interesting. Um, it's 13 matches, and there's still like big-time players who aren't on the, aren't on the card. Interesting how that works. Yeah, Big Cass is going to win this. No doubt about it. Oh, excuse me. Um, another, match that, another match that I don't give two shits about is Randy Orton versus Rusev. I don't even know how this became a rivalry except... Randy Orton decided this is my next rivalry. And then he came out and he's like, Rusev, this is my next rivalry. 
I lost to Jinder Mahal three times in a row. Now will you dance with me? Um, I feel like they're going to give the win to Randy Orton. They're going to get the win to Randy Orton. I mean, yeah, Randy Orton's going to win that one because they want everyone to cheer and he wants to put his hands up, like, you know, whatever. I mean, the Jinder Mahal thing has moved on, so you're not going to see any Jinder or the Singh brothers come out. It's just going to be, unless Rusev has, like, you know, something up his sleeve. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, Rusev is going to lose. Randy Orton is going to win. Yummy, yummy. Cesaro and Sheamus, champions of the Raw Tag Team division. Taking on Ambrose and Rollins, there's no doubt in my mind that Ambrose and Rollins are winning the championship. They will be your new Raw Tag Team champions. And that's going to play into something later. It's going to play into something that I have cooking in my head. I'm not sure if it could happen. It would be interesting, but um, we'll get to that later in a little while, if you know what I mean. Next up, let's talk about some women. Let's talk about both women. We have two uh, women belts going, women's championship, the Raw and the SmackDown. So let's get through them really quick. Alexa Bliss versus Sasha Banks. Alexa Bliss is the champion. She's the only one who ever held both, you know, SmackDown and Raw championships. Sasha Banks has been the champion like eight times in the last two years. Um, yeah. I mean, this match could be good. But I don't know if Sasha's going to take the belt off Alexa just yet. I just don't know. Because um, wasn't it supposed to be Bailey? So did they change the plans and then change the winner? What they should have is... Sasha win or have Bailey cost Sasha the belt and have Bailey turn heel. That would be so rad. Um, or just, you know, Sasha comes out. Either Sasha win. I don't know. Oh, boy. I think Alexa is going to retain. Alexa is going to retain. And as far as SmackDown, Naomi's going to retain. I, I, don't, I don't even know why Naomi and Natalia are fighting except Natalia won a, won a tournament or something. Actually, both of these things, that's how they kind of made a number one contender. Um, you know, I don't want to say it, you know, Charlotte's not on the card, but she's probably going to be with her dad, I'm guessing. I'm not even sure if she's in New York. I have no idea. But maybe it works out so that she could be with her dad. Maybe it works out that she's not on the card. Uh, but yeah, both women, both women are retaining. Naomi and Alexa Bliss. You heard it here first. Right? God, it's so tough to decide. Um, there are a lot of matches on this card. Let's go to um, one that could be fun. Are we going to get the Demon? Bray Wyatt versus Finn Balor? Let's see. I feel like we're going to get the Demon. Yes. And Bray Wyatt is very good at losing. Yes. So this one's easy. Finn Balor's going to win. Um, my dog settling. Um, yeah. I mean, they've tried to build this feud. It was... It felt like it happened pretty quick. Um, but you got Spooky Guy against Cool Dude who turns into Spooky Guy. Pretty exciting stuff. The entrances alone will make uh, will be pretty exciting. Finn Balor's going to win this one. Um, and speaking of scary guys, what about that Baron Corbin? Friggin' douche. He uh, 
cashed in and he sucked sucked donkey balls. That would have been great if he cashed in and won, and then the Cena could have beat him for the belt. It would have sucked. Or would have would they have switched it? Would Shinsuke would have would have taken on Corbin? I don't know how that worked. That could have worked that way, and then Jinder got beaten by John Cena. I don't know. But Baron Corbin did win. Oh, excuse me. And he's just fighting John Cena. Um, Jesus, I mean, John Cena can't lose at SummerSlam, can he? I mean, can't lose at SummerSlam, right? Or can he? That's right. I just decided because who gives a shit if I'm wrong? Baron Corbin is going to beat John Cena. He's got nothing to lose. He's pissed off. And, uh, He's got a mean streak like the Dickens. So, yes, Baron Corbin will beat John Cena. Wow, we're really bla- we're blazing through these things because I'm not giving any insight. I'm just picking a winner. AJ Styles versus Kevin Owens. Now that, my friend, that will be the match of the night um, because of uh, entertainment-wise because, A, you got uh, Shane McMahon as the ref. So there's going to be some shenanigans. Hopefully somebody turns. Give me some, give me some storyline. I don't give a shit if uh, Shane decides to turn on Kevin Owens or turn on AJ Styles. Um, just give me something. Give me some high flying. Give me some craziness. Give me some ass kicking. Give me lots of kickouts. Give me something to high five my cousin with because I only own two wrestling shirts. Well, I own three, Macho Man. But of current wrestlers, I only own two. One belongs to AJ Styles. That's the one I'm going to be wearing. One belongs to Kevin Owens, which is a little big on me, so that's why I wear the AJ Styles one, to show off my new sexy body. Oh, got the Red Sox game on, you know, in the background. So, wow, have I gone through just about every match on the card? Except the championship matches? The championship matches. So what do I got here? I got Ronald and Ambrose winning. I got Baron Corbin winning. I got Finn Balor winning. I got Big Cass winning. I got Randy Orton winning. I got AJ Styles. I got Kevin Owens winning. You know what? Kevin Owens is going to win this. And I got Alexa Bliss winning. I got Naomi winning. Uh, In the pre-show, I got Neville winning. I got the... New Day winning, and I got the Hardy Boys and Jason Jordan winning. So that only leaves two matches left, man. Okay? And we're talking the championship matches. First, the WWE World Championship, or just the WWE Championship. Uh, Jinder Mahal versus Shinsuke Nakamura. Um, is it time for the Jinder Mahal uh, Championship experience experiment to stop? I got to tell you, can he actually beat Shinsuke? Now, it could be shenanigans because the Singh brothers are there. So maybe shenanigans will allow Jinder to win. Is it time for Shinsuke Nakamura to be your WWE champion? Could he actually be the man who he premiered after WrestleMania? He's been in the company only for a few months. Could he be your WWE champion over Jinder Mahal? Ladies and gentlemen, my guess, my prediction is yes, yes, yes. 
Shinsuke Nakamura will be the WWE champion and the face of the company, sort of, kind of, you know. And uh, everything that Jinder's been doing for India, Shinsuke will be doing for Japan. Because Japan doesn't know anything about wrestling. That's a that's obviously a joke. Um, Shinsuke Nakamura is going to be the champion. Mark my words, mother father. So that leaves us with one match left. Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns, Samoa Joe, Braun Strowman, Fatal 4-Way for the WWE Universal Champion. Now this... Look, I was saying AJ Styles, Kevin Owens match will be great. This will be awesome because it's four giant meatheads beating the shit out of each other, throwing everybody everywhere. There will be craziness because a fatal four-way is no disqualification. So that's where I go back to the Raw Tag Team Champions, Ambrose and Rollins. Two-thirds of the original Shield. Remember the Shield? There were three members in the Shield. I don't know if you know that. A guy named Dean Ambrose. A guy named Seth Rollins. And a guy named Roman Reigns. Now, what if the new tag champions come in and help Roman win the Fatal 4-Way? And so, my friends, you have Roman Reigns as the Universal Champion, Dean Ambrose, and Seth Rollins as the Raw Tag Team Champions. Sierra, Hotel, India, Echo, Llama, Dolphin, I don't know, Shield. They're back. The Shield's back and they all are holding belts. Now, I've read rumors that Brock Lesnar is going to retain, that Brock Lesnar is winning, Brock Lesnar is not going anywhere. <sighs> I just know what to think. Because this Roman Reigns, says um, Ambrose Rollins thing would be so much cooler. I want that to be the case. But, hmm, Ambrose and Rollins... It took so long for the two of them to get back together. Can they really get back with Roman in one night? Can it be? I'm not sure. I'm just not sure. I don't know if I want to pull the trigger on this one. But then again, oh my God, you know it would be great if Braun Strowman won this? That would make the place go bonkers. But not as much as seeing the Shield get back together. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't care what, what Paul Heyman said about Brock Lesnar. If he loses, he leaves. I don't care. Maybe they'll make that part of the storyline. They already have. <sighs> I am actually picking, as your new Universal Champion, to win this match, my friends, Roman Reigns. Yep. And with a little help from some friends named Ambrose, and Rollins. The Shield will be getting back together. Sierra, um, Hickory, um, Indian, uh, Elf, uh, Lollipop, uh, Diego, Shield. Boo doo, doo 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 doo. I'm done. All right, you can find me on Twitter at WrestleWatcher. You can find the website at fansonexpress.com, blah, 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 blah. You know that. Ladies and gentlemen, this podcast is not done. 
No, 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 no. They haven't done a whole half. This is a super podcast for a super show. You know, you get my super go-host, the biggest douche I know, and the only person in my family that I don't. You know what? Enough of this shit. We, 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 we're not here to tear each other down. Brandon, I love your, I love your face. As disfigured as it is, it's still, you know, still passable as human. And uh, I'm excited that you're my co-host. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to pass the torch right now to the man talking into his telephone. Ladies and gentlemen, enjoy SummerSlam. I'm going to be with Brandon's brother, NH Punk. NH Punk. Follow NH Punk at NH Punk. Joey, Mr. Joe O. I'm going to be at his place. Drinking poison, eating garbage, and watching wrestling. The one we won't be with. The man that I said on Twitter that we're going to take a garbage bag, fill it with whipped cream, put it on the couch, and pretend it's him. Ladies and gentlemen, here he is. The heel himself, and Gary's favorite, WrestleBrain. Hello and welcome to the SummerSlam edition of the only podcast in the entire world about the very real sport of professional wrestling. I, of course, am talking about WrestleFania. I am your host with the most. I am the greatest heel on Twitter and the greatest heel in podcast history. I am at WrestleBrand. You can call me WrestleBrand. Now, this was the plan when the brand split happened. Mike and I would take turns recording about the brand-specific pay-per-views. One of us would do the Raw pay-per-views. The other one of us would do the SmackDown pay-per-views. But our plan also was that we would get together for the big four shows. I, of course, am talking about the Royal Rumble, Survivor Series, WrestleMania, and SummerSlam, which is this Sunday for only $9.99 on the WWE Network. Sorry, I have to plug that because since moving to Stanford, Connecticut, I am on the WWE payroll as every resident of Stanford, Connecticut is. Um, I get paid $1 a week. And in return, I get to do this podcast and plug their products. Pretty sweet deal. Anyways, that was the plan. That the two of us would record the big four shows. Or record about the big four shows, I should say. So, this week, I text Mikel, which is what his boyfriend calls him. Mike uh, is what I call him. I text Mike and I said, hey, SummerSlam is the Sunday. When are we doing the show? And he goes, 
sorry. My wife and I are going up north to Laconia, New Hampshire, and I will be unavailable to record a show. Maybe we should just record a part. And I said, Mike, this is effing BS, okay? I am the greatest heel in this business, and I do not, do not appreciate you trying to jerk me around. Listen, I know you like to jerk around, man, but I do not like to be jerked around. And right now, sir, you are jerking me around. So Mike talked to his lovely wife, and they agreed to delay the trip up north to Laconia, New Hampshire. So then I get an email from Mike saying, hey, great news. I can do the show. When should we do it? So I said, how about Thursday night? That way, you know, we would have had watched Raw. We would have watched SmackDown Live. We would have watched NXT. And I said, I am unavailable this weekend because I got a good friend coming to town. You know, I'm just not going to be available to record. But if we can do Thursday night, perfect. Mike says, sounds great. Let's plan on it. Done deal. So Thursday rolls around and I text him again. I said, hey, we still on for recording tonight. Sorry, I promised my wife that I would take her to Maine for the day. <sighs> so if you are wondering why we are not recording this together, as we promised you, the WrestleFania universe, blame Mike. Go to his Twitter, at WrestleWatcher, and please cyberbully him. Send them hate tweets. Send them hate DMs. I will give you his email address, his personal and professional email address, so you can send him hate email. He is despicable. Like, I'm supposed to be the heel. But in all honesty, I know I am not the greatest heel in this business without you, the WrestleMania universe. And what does Mike do? Stabs you in the back. Not me. You, the fans. He stabs you in the back. What a piece of shit. <sighs> but have no fear. I am here. And I will always be here for you, the WrestleFanian universe. And... I am going to be talking about not only SummerSlam, which is going to be a stacked six-hour show, sounds like, but I am first going to be talking about what is going on the night before because we have arguably the biggest takeover of the year, NXT TakeOver Brooklyn 3. So let me run down the card and make my predictions. So, in my opinion, this is a pretty difficult card to predict. The thing is with NXT is you never know when the men or women are going to get called up to Raw or SmackDown. 
And the most talent seems to get called up around the big two shows, which are SummerSlam and WrestleMania. Add to that, there is a rumored superstar shakeup that's going to happen sometime in the first couple weeks after SummerSlam. And if that does happen, that likely means some NXT talent will be called up. So without knowing who is sticking around, who is moving up, I feel like this takeover is especially hard to predict. With that said, though, we have five really solid matches. All three titles are being defended. So here we go. Alistair Black versus Hideo Atami. I think this match is hard to predict because Alistair Black, they are positioning as one of the major faces of the company or of the brand. And at the same time, Hideo Atami is facing sort of a resurgence. He has a new attitude and he seems to be in line for big push. So, that, in my opinion, makes this match hard to predict. But I'm going to go with Aleister Black. Because like I said, despite the momentum Hideo Tommy has, despite the new attitude that he has, I think from what I have seen on the weekly show and how they have been booking him and positioning him, that Aleister Black is on track to be the face of the brand down the road. He is a future NXT champion, in my opinion. I do think that this match is going to be tremendous. I think it's going to be hard-hitting. I think we're going to see some vicious kicks from both men. I think we're going to see some cool submissions from both men. And I think that this match has potential to steal the show and be the match of the night. We also have Johnny Gargano, Johnny Wrestling versus Andrade, Andrada, Andrade, Andrade, whatever his name is, Cien. Let's call him Cien. Mr. Amos, which when I say like that sounds a little bit like Enos, which if you cannot make out what I said, I said Anus, which Mike knows a lot about. But anyways, I am getting off track. We have Johnny Gargano versus Cien. And, you know, my money is on Johnny Gargano, who recently returned. But again, Cien has a new attitude, similar to Adeo Tommy. New attitude, a lot of momentum on his side. He has his new manager, who, you know, in storyline, is helping him get back on track and helping him win so, I want to say Johnny Gargano wins, but I have a feeling that his former tag team partner in DIY, Mr. Champa, is going to show up and is going to cost Mr. Gargano, Mr. Johnny Wrestling, the match. So, my pick is CN because of interference by Champa. Then we have our three title matches the Authors of Pain versus Sanity for the NXT Tag Team Championship. The Authors of Pain have to lose the belts eventually. 
I'm not sure any other tag teams out there who can beat them for it. Um, at least that are currently in NXT. Um, Sandy has been getting a major push, been taking up a lot of TV time. They've been in the thick of things week in and week out. Do one of these teams get called up to the main roster after SummerSlam? I could see that as a possibility for either team. Um, I am going to go, though, with an Authors of Pain win. I think the Authors of Pain retain. I think Sanity move on to whatever, whether that is the main roster or another storyline in NXT. And the Authors of Pain continue to roll. I could see them going to the main roster at some point, undefeated in NXT, maybe still as the NXT Tag Team Champions even, similar to what Kevin Owens did. Uh, a few years back when he made his main roster debut as NXT champion. Also, Brizango on SmackDown have had a run in backstage. It's one of these, one of, is the team attacking them? One of these two teams? That could be a possibility. So because of the call-up possibility, because of the way both have been booked, again, a very hard match to predict, but I'm going to go with the Authors of Pain win and retain. Then we have the NXT Women's Champion, Asuka, defending title against Ember Moon. I feel like I say this every takeover. I say Asuka has to lose because she has had the belt forever, and Asuka wins. So, I should say, well, yeah, of course Asuka's going to win. Of course Asuka's going to retain. But I kind of fall in my heart, and my heart says Amber Moon will win the title. This is a rematch. They have fought before. Asuka has oh, obviously won before since she is still the champion. Um, I do not think with the way they've been positioning Ember Moon that you have her lose twice to Asuka in a championship match. Um, I think it is time for Asuka to finally take her first loss, which is hard to believe, her first loss, lose the title, have Ember Moon take over as the face of the NXT Women's Division, and have Asuka move up after SummerSlam to either Raw or SmackDown Live. So my pick is Ember Moon wins the title. Then we have the main event, NXT champion Bobby Roode versus Drew McIntyre. (sighs) Hard to predict because I think Drew McIntyre has not been catching on as much as they would like him to. Um, I think there are a lot of possible scenarios that could play out. One of which is Bobby Roode wins, retains, and he goes on to drop the title to Roderick Strong down the line. And I think another one is that Roderick Strong interferes and costs Bobby Roode the belt. And Drew McIntyre is crowned the new champion. I'm not sure they want to have two matches with interference, assuming that Ciampa interferes in the Gargano match it costs him. I'm not sure if they want to do a similar thing, especially in the main event with the championship on the line. 
So I'm going to go with Bobby Roode wins, retains, and continues his feud with Roderick Strong. And Drew McIntyre goes on and does God knows what. I think he needs a little bit of a rebrand or at least a little bit more of a solidification of what his character is, whose character is. So one more time, my picks for NXT TakeOver 3 Brooklyn. Aleister Black beats Adeo Tommy. CN beats Johnny Gargano due to interference by Ciampa. Authors of Pain successfully defend the NXT Tag Team Championship against Sanity. Amber Moon puts an end to the winning streak of Asuka and wins the NXT Women's Championship. And in the main event, we see Bobby Roode win and retain over Drew McIntyre and go on to continue his rivalry with Roderick Strong. And wow, that is only Saturday. We still got six hours or so on Sunday with, of course, SummerSlam. SummerSlam has not one, not two, but three kickoff matches. First up, we have a six-man tag team match, the Hardy Boys and Jason Jordan versus The Miz and The Miz Tourage. Rematch from this past Monday on Raw. I would say normally that the Hardy Boys and Jason Jordan win um, because it seems like they're setting up a Jason Jordan-Miz Intercontinental Championship feud. However, they won this past Monday on Raw, so I think the Miz and the Miz Tourage win this kickoff match, continuing the storyline on Monday night and in the following month or two or three or whatever. We have another rematch from Raw. WWE Cruiserweight Champion Akira Tozawa, the man who beat Neville for the title. They have their rematch in the kickoff, and this match is hard to predict. Um, I think it could go either way. Neither man winning would surprise me. I think if Neville loses, I see him, or I hope anyways, he moves on to bigger and better things. If Neville loses this match, and they do have that rumored superstar shakeup, I see Neville going to SmackDown Live, and I see him making a dent. I see him perhaps with a really good, solid U.S. title reign. Imagine a Neville-AJ Styles match. Imagine a rivalry between those two. That'd be phenomenal. No pun intended. Um, So if Neville loses this match, I am hoping that means he is going on to bigger and better things. However, my pick is that Neville regains the title, proving he is king of the cruiserweights and putting a very premature end to the reign of Akira Tozawa. In the last kickoff match, which is a controversial selection for a kickoff match, I know a lot of people on Twitter are upset. In fact, I got... Um, into a little bit of a disagreement with a couple people this past week on Twitter about the placement of this match. 
SmackDown Tag Team Champions, the New Day defend the title against the Usos. I think the mat, I think the show is so stacked that something had to give. You know, people on Twitter were saying, I'd rather see that match than Randy Orton versus Rusev. Yeah, but you're never going to see Randy Orton on the kickoff show. That'd be disrespectful to a man who has been in the company for so many years and is a, what, 15-time world champion, 14-time, whatever. You're not going to do that with um, Big Show versus Big Cass if you actually have big plans for Big Cass down the road. You want him to get a big win on a big show and not have it be overshadowed on a kickoff. So you also need to consider that there has to be a flow to the show. You need matches on the main card that are going to bring the live and the television audience down so they can get their energy and focus back for the next big match, especially if you are doing a six-hour show. I mean, it's a two-hour kickoff show and a four-hour main card. So, I mean, you got to have a good flow to it. So something had to give. So I'm perfectly fine with the placement of this match, especially since the New Day and the Usos have wrestled each other a million times. It's not like it's a new match. With that said, I think it will be a good match. Um, their last match was quite excellent. Um, despite them wrestling hundreds of times, um, I am interested in this. I think the WWE has done a really good job of reinventing the Usos and making them a really good heel team. Um, but the New Day are going to win. They're going to retain the titles. Um, like I said, I think Neville wins the belt back. You're not going to do two title changes on the kickoff show. Especially, um, you know, the New Day just won the belts. And if my picks are correct, the Miz and Miztourage and Neville win, you're going to want a babyface to go over on the kickoff show, at least one. The kickoff shows usually are pretty babyface friendly. So the New Day are definitely winning and retaining the titles. And that was just the kickoff. Oh my, Atlanta. So much wrestling. Just so much wrestling. Um, all right, so now time for the main card. The Demon, Finn Balor versus Bray Wyatt. Finn Balor is winning this. They fought on Raw. Bray Wyatt got the clean pinfall win, which was surprising. Covered him in what was supposed to be blood. And Finn Balor promised we were seeing the demon. He is not losing this Sunday at SummerSlam. Finn Balor wins. Randy Orton versus Rusev. I already mentioned this match. I am personally not overly excited for this match. Um, but the outcome of it is hard to predict. You have Rusev, who recently came back, had a big loss to John Cena at Battleground. You have Randy Orton, who won the world title not that long ago, but he jumped out to Jinder Mahal several times. He did win that random grudge match a couple weeks ago in SmackDown, uh, but the pay-per-view wins and losses... I remembered more. So both could use this win. Um, I am predicting, though, this rivalry continues after SummerSlam. 
And in order for it to continue, Rusev needs to get the win. And I think he needs the win more than Randy Orton. If you want to keep Rusev a strong heel, losing back-to-back pay-per-views, first to Cena and to Orton, no matter their pedigree, no matter their legacy, Rusev needs to win this. So my pick is Rusev. Big Show versus Big Cass. With Enzo Amore suspended above the ring in a shark cage. I already mentioned this match as well. You know, there is a rumor going around. And it's not a rumor that I like. There's a rumor going around that Enzo will help Cass win the match. And they will reunite as a heel tag team. Um, I'm excited to see them uh, broken up. I think... Big Cass has a big feature, and I know I've used the word big a lot, but, you know, whatever. Cass has a big feature. He is a future world champion in the WWE. I truly believe that. Being in a tag team with Enzo, similar to the storyline, is holding him back. Now, does Enzo turn heel? help him win, and act as a manager for him? Maybe I could see something like that happening. But, and I know this is professional wrestling, but after just the the logic behind the storyline is like so flawed, like why, why would you, you'd really have to explain why a man who got stabbed in the back by his best friend and beaten down and embarrassed every week for like two months or so would help Gaswin and befriend him again. If that makes no sense to me. Of course, like I said, this is professional wrestling, logic and common sense. You can throw it out the window. Um, But my money is Big Cass wins and... Or my money is on, I should say. Big Cass winning and continuing to be um, a future singles superstar. Next up is the SmackDown Women's Championship match. Naomi versus Natalia. I think Naomi wins. I think we see our Carmella cash in. It would be a little weird seeing both cash-ins back-to-back because Baron Corbin tried and failed this past Tuesday at SmackDown. But Carmella is strongly hinting towards a cash-in, which probably means she's not going to. She's probably just going to keep strongly hinting at it, then not doing it and getting that heat. But my pick is, despite all that, My pick is Naomi wins, Carmella cashes in, and wins the belt. We also have a Raw Women's Championship match, Alexa Bliss versus Sasha Banks. I like Sasha Banks, but I want to see Alexa Bliss win and retain. Um, I would like to see even more than either of these women winning the belt or retain the belt. I would like to see Nia Jax step up and get a shot at the belt and win and be a dominant champion. I am uh, throwing all my support behind her right now. I think she is the highlight of the Raw Women's division. No disrespect to anybody else. 
Um, but also, you could have Sasha Banks win and have something happen with Bailey when she comes back since so she was originally supposed to be in this match and they have the best friend thing going on. And it seemed like since forever that Sasha Banks was going to be turning against her. Bailey's also been booed lately. She's getting a little stale to some people, so maybe she shocks the world and turns against Sasha Banks. So, again, hard match to predict. Could go either way. Um, And actually, my original pick was Alexa Bliss, but as I am talking and listening to this, these wise, smart, intelligent words of wisdom that are coming out of my mouth, um, I'm actually going to change my pick in the moment, which I've never done before. Um, I think Sasha Banks is going to win. I think she's going to win the title. And this is going to set up a Sasha Banks-Bailey rivalry when Bailey's healthy enough to return. So, Sasha Banks, who's going to win? Raw Tag Team Champions Cesaro and Sheamus versus Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins. Another hard match to predict. Do you implode Ambrose and Rollins right away? Do you have them win the belts, carry on as a tag team, implode down the road? If they win the tag team titles, you know, that is big. That is big for the Raw tag team division. You have two former world champions, two-thirds of the Shield as your Raw tag team champions. Big, big deal. Um, And a lot of cool matches that could happen if they actually are a tag team and champions for a while. Uh, I am sure this match will be great. I'm sure they there will be a rematch if they if Ambrose and Rollins win, especially. I'm sure uh, a Hardy's Ambrose Rollins match would be fantastic, as would Ambrose Rollins against the rivalry or against the club. Like there are a lot of really great quality matches that could come out of this down the road. Um, no matter what happens in the future, my pick is that Ambrose and Rollins. Stand united and win the Raw Tag Team Championship from Cesaro and Sheamus. We have United States Champion AJ Styles defending the title against Kevin Owens. Shane McMahon as a special guest referee. I mean, something crazy is going to happen here with Shane McMahon as a special guest referee. They've been hinting at something happening. You know, both men have accidentally hit him. Um, Something, something is going to happen. But at the end of the day, I think AJ Styles wins, retains... Um, and I think maybe we get a Kevin Owens-Shane McMahon match down the road. That was actually the rumored match for SummerSlam, having those two go head-to-head, um, and this could be, uh, we're also not getting that match since we're getting this match, but this could act as a starting point for a storyline that continues down the road, and maybe we get a match between those two at, uh, the next SmackDown pay-per-view or at they want to wait to do on the biggest shows, you know, Survivor Series is in November and Royal Rumble's in January. And if they really want to stretch it out and build and build and build, WrestleMania will be here before you know it. But my pick is AJ Styles wins and retains, putting an end to the Styles-Owens rivalry once and for all. John Cena versus Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin making headlines. I already mentioned he tried to cash in his money in the bank briefcase. He failed. Um, supposedly, the rumors are uh, he has some backstage heat. If Baron Corbin wins this Sunday against Cena, 
you will not remember his failed cash-in. I truly think that Corbin goes on Sunday, he is dominant, and gets a clean win over Cena, or any win over Cena, at SummerSlam, the second biggest show of the year. That is huge. I think that overshadows the failed cash-in, and it positions Corbin to continue down his path of being a future world champion, whether he has the money bank briefcase or not. If Cena wins Sunday, though, Corbin is in some trouble. And if the rumors of the backstage heat are true, he is not winning on Sunday. My pick is John Cena. And last but not least, we have our two world title matches. WWE champion Jinder Mahal, hashtag Money Mahal. He is WrestleFania's favorite professional wrestler. We have been rooting for him since before 3 and B even. And finally, he made us proud, brought tears of joy to our eyes by winning the WWE Championship. And on Sunday, he defends against Shinsuke Nakamura. Another hard match to predict. I keep saying this, uh, but very hard to predict. Uh, what kind of WWE champion will Ginger Mahal be? I kind of feel like he will keep winning and winning and winning. Sort of similar to when JBL was WWE champion back in the day. He kind of came out of nowhere from a mid-carder, straight to the main event, won the belt. And because of that, you kept on expecting him to lose but he just kept on winning, winning, winning. And a year later, guy is still WWE champion. So I could see Ginger Mahal following that path, especially since the WWE wants to focus, uh, apparently, um, on business in India. But I would love, as much as I love Ginger Mahal, as much as I'm not going to be surprised if he wins... I'll be rooting for Shinsuke Nakamura. I would love to sh- to see Shinsuke Nakamura become the first ever Japanese WWE champion. And my money is on that that happens. I think Shinsuke Nakamura wins. I think Shinsuke Nakamura becomes the new WWE champion. And the match that I would assume ends the night, Universal Champion Brock Lesnar goes head-to-head with Roman Reigns, Samoa Joe, and Braun Strowman in a fatal four-way. I am so freaking excited for this match. The build has been great. They've handled all four men um, excellent. Um, Braun Strowman, Roman Reigns, what a great rivalry that has been. Samoa Joe Brock Lesnar, what a great build for their match. And all that is spilled over into this month, to this SummerSlam build, and has built into this match. And I am super excited for it. I think it's going to be brutal. I think it's going to be vicious. I think it's going to be exciting. I think it's going to be a lot of close falls. I think it's going to be crazy. And I think... Any one of them could win. I am hesitant to even make a prediction because I literally think 
any one of them could win, which is a large part of what makes this match so great and so exciting for me as a fan. Um, but I have to pick somebody. Because I'm doing predictions, so I have to pick somebody. If Brock Lesnar loses the belt, Paul Hammond claims the two of them will leave the WWE, which, storyline-wise, is a strong possibility if the rumors are true and Brock Lesnar is returning to the UFC in the fall. So, does Brock Lesnar lose the title? If Brock Lesnar wins this match, he is not losing that title to WrestleMania. So, I am hoping... um, You know, I like Brock Lesnar. I have no problem with him being the champion, to be honest. But I do want a full-time Universal Champion on the Raw brand. Which means it has to be Reigns, Joe, or Strowman. I respect Reigns, but I'm not a mark for him. I will mark out huge if Samoa Joe wins. And I would mark out huge if Braun Strowman won. I want Samoa Joe to win, though. If I have to pick one of the four, I want Samoa Joe to win. But I think that Brock Lesnar retains. By the way, when I was talking about the Raw Tag Team Championship match and the possibilities um, that, you know, the possible matches that could happen if Rollins and Ambrose won, I've been thinking this whole time, I think... I said the rivalry, but obviously I meant the revival. So, F off. But anyways, what a weekend to be a fan. I will not be watching the show live, unfortunately. I got a friend in town. I'll be staying off social media, so nothing is spoiled for me. And I will be binge-watching both TakeOver Brooklyn and SummerSlam on Monday because I have the day off. So, that is my plan. Please do not cry over missing me on Twitter. If you're not following me on Twitter, do so, at WrestleBrand. Follow the podcast on Twitter, at WrestleFeniaPod. If you need to, follow Mike, my co-host on Twitter, at WrestleWatcher. Cyberbully him, at least. Please go to iTunes, subscribe to the show download the show, even review the show. Tell the world how much you love me and how much you hate Mike. Please. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen. Peace. Wyatt. 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 That's not experts.